0: Hello and welcome to this is our year Minnesota Vikings podcast. I'm Mikey Kulpikov with Austin Suthers and Carrie Armagost. Really, really tough loss today in a game that had seven lead changes, Boo! thirty-three to thirty-four. Wow. Uh, you yeah, suck. that's some opening some opening responses, Carrie. We tell us more about how you feel.
1: <laughs> God, I was so pissed, just like. We're going to be like this year's Chargers, where we're going to lose every game by three points or less. It's just, ugh, so devastating.
0: You know, I knew it was going to happen. Like, for some reason, deep down, I knew it was going to happen when they weren't, you know, I don't know, they weren't hurrying up trying to get yards at the end. They just kind of knew, like, (laughs) oh, we're just going to settle for field goal position, which... I don't know. It's tough to say that you should have gone for the end zone because I remember last year against the Seahawks when we were aggressive in an end of a game situation and it came back to bite us. This time we, you know, stayed to try and get the guaranteed points and it didn't work out this time either. So I understand there's hardly any pleasing fans, but it just it feels awful to, you know, we got our new kicker. He made two 52-yard field goals today, and he misses on an extra point and a 37. Ah, it's frustrating. Austin, how about you? What do you think?
2: As a team, I mean, we played a lot better than we did last week. It sucks that we lost this week. I think this week's loss hurts a little bit more than last week's loss just because we did everything we needed to do to win. We were playing good defense through the game. I mean, we had, how many turnovers did Murray have? Two interceptions,
0: I think he had two. Yeah, two yeah, interceptions.
2: We we're getting we were pressuring him, making him uncomfortable back there. Our defense even scored touchdown. that's more than you, usually you get. It just really sucks that the kicker missed it. It and
0: In I, I mean, like, that just so my kings though,
2: yeah. I was thinking all oh, – when he made the two 50-yarders, I was like, man, it feels good to have a kicker that can make a field goal. And then at the end of the game, it's just traditional Viking style. And, and you know,
0: when he missed the that extra point, I don't know. You know when that stuff happens, it's going to come back to haunt you, especially with a high-scoring team going up against, you know, a high-scoring team like the Cardinals, which –
1: what did I say? I
0: said this I said this game was gonna be super high scoring. I you just did knew it. You did. And when we were talking with the Colonel's Conversation Corps, most of their predictions, they had us losing by two scores.
2: Yeah, so, no. I, I think offensively we looked way better. I I mean when I we looked really sharp offensively. I mean, the weakest I mean there wasn't even that weak of a part of the game, the scariest part I would say was just any Dalvin Cook when he was getting hurt. Classic. That, yeah. <laughs> and he I mean he still had a good game. We didn't Classic. need him, we didn't need him to get into the end zone as much. We had just the receivers being able to break. And oh man, that opening drive just boom what, second play just down the field.
0: Yeah, two plays, two plays less than a minute into the game, we've got uh what was it, a 64-yard KJ Osborne touchdown. Yeah, why can't can't we do that when we actually need it? He was our receiving yard leader on the day with 91 receiving yards.
2: Yeah, Good for him. Yeah, very good for him. I mean, Adam Thielen just being clutch in the red zone. Justin Jefferson having a diving play in the red zone too. Just
0: Yeah.
2: In case anybody was
0: wondering, Adam Thielen has not gone anywhere and doesn't seem like he's going anywhere for a while. So, like, there's still a lot of good stuff. And like you said, there's a lot of good stuff that happened today. We looked like a lot – I don't know, a lot more cohesive of a team. The defense really
2: started to gel. I mean, Daniil Hunter, what, two or three sacks today? Three sacks. Three. Boom, Nick Vigil just carrying over from last week too. Uh, yeah. Defensively, I thought the defense looked awesome. But What killed us on the offense, though, was third downs. Yeah, at, we what, two for ten?
0: Yeah, we went two for ten on third downs, and that is an area – That we can improve because it even watching the games when you see kirk on third and long i i have no faith that we're gonna convert it's usually a crazy thing if we ever do convert which is it's sad and you know what like i'll sit here and defend kirk for a long time but that was something that was glaringly obvious and that's not just on kirk cousins that's on you know play calling coaching that's a lot of that's a whole lot of stuff
2: I mean, there's, the two the down, built. there's two downs before the third down. And I felt like today we kept setting ourselves up for failure on the third down play, just like usually having third and longs and whatnot, which prevented us from getting, I feel like, sometimes the ball rolling. But overall, I felt like our offense looked really good. I mean, we just hang, hung in there with one of the best offenses, offenses in the entire league. We took a defense from last week that looked dominant, and I felt like we were able to do what we wanted when we needed to most of the time. This And, like, this whole game, I was just waiting for the Vikings to lose the lead or fall behind the two possessions, but we never did. And that's what I was really impressed with is how we were able to really stay up there with such an elite team like the Cardinals.
0: I agree. Um, I think after today there's Greg Joseph is probably going to be getting a lot of hate. And I think there's going to be a lot of people who are going to be moving to get rid of him and move on. Um, My question is, when is it, when is it too soon to move on? Because I think this is too soon to move on. We know that we've got a guy who can hit it from 50 plus yards, which is more, which is more than what we had
1: with Dan Bailey.
2: Yeah. I mean, it's, I don't know, this is more, I think, to drive him to do better. It's it's not like we need a new kicker. It's Kickers are going to miss these kicks. It happens. He's not the first kicker to lose a game on a missed kick. He's not going to be the last. So, yeah, I don't over go out on him. I'll admit, yeah, he's the big reason we lost the game. That's the truth. But it's not enough to make him lose his spot on the team or anything. I agree. And I think –
0: yeah, you know, football is a team game. It, we got to be doing things, and we were able. I think we're able to look at our third downs. Two out of ten—that's not good enough. If we can definitely be doing things that are, you know, going to be putting our kickers in better position. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I kind of wish they would have. They would have uh, had a little bit more urgency in that two-minute drill. But you know, that's I that's that on coaching.
2: That yeah, is I on feel- coaching. I still thought we looked good, but no, I do agree. There was, I think we could have ran a potentially two other plays before that kick to even get a little bit closer. And I think we just waited to get the time down. I think we were just like took what we could get. And I think maybe that's coming off of the fumble from last week. It's it's scary. We were in the almost. Pre- it's really weird. These last two weeks, we pretty much had the same situation in the games both times. Very similar. It's coming down. It looks like this year the Vikings are most of our games are probably going to get decided in the last two minutes of a fourth quarter. Yeah.
0: Uh, Mike Zimmer, I watched his presser after the game. He, he didn't seem too down. He said, he said a lot of the things that we're saying right now, how there was like a lot of improvement, I think from last week. And, you know, we were, we two or three plays away from being two and O, which is just, you know, it's sad that it ended up like this, but right now our point differential is, Four points. We're minus four. Yeah. That's it. And so, I mean... Yeah, we've lost very close games.
2: Yeah. and I mean, the nice thing is Detroit is facing Green Bay, so we're not going to be the only, only 0-2 team in our division, and we're only going to be a game down, and we still right. haven't had any divisional games.
0: Right. I think our worst-case scenario for this week is we have our leader of our division. I mean, we're going to have two one-and-one teams and two O-and-two teams. And that's definitely something we can bounce back from. Uh Looking forward into the rest of the schedule, I don't know. This game, despite the loss, despite it going for one in the loss column, it gives me a lot of hope for the future because it shows that we can go toe-to-toe with, you know, teams that a lot of people would consider to be really good teams. I think a lot of people consider – uh, the Cardinals to be a good team. Granted, they have their holes as well. Um, yeah. I think Kyler Murray's a little Patrick Mahomes light there. So,
2: Yeah, I mean, man, the Cardinals defense really, they were playing hard today. I felt like anytime they were able to get a hit on a guy, they were just making the most of it. They were shaking our players up a bit too. But, no, I really felt like our defense just did a good job at holding their offense too. And, I mean – Didn't hold them to too much. They still got over 30 points. But I just felt like they were never able to truly run away with this game. And if you ask me if this game is more convincing of how dominant they were, no, not really. I think it was two very similar teams playing each other. And literally one point decided the game.
0: Yeah, if anything, it was – I mean, it was their game – We were in the driver's seat. We were in the driver's seat for a lot of it. I mean, it was back and forth, seven lead changes. But coming down to the end of the game, their fate was in the foot of our kicker.
2: Yeah, very true. And they
0: just, they got lucky.
2: Mm -hmm. I was kind of
0: surprised they didn't ice him. But no, I'm wishing they
2: did. I know I did too, but they -hmm. knew they didn't need to. Yeah, I know.
0: Yeah, that atmosphere in there, that was uh, for sure.
2: On the offense, though, who stood out for you guys on the Vikings?
0: Oh, gosh. Uh, Kirk Cousins had a great day, I thought. Um, Let me just take a second to pull up his stats. He had 244 passing yards. He went 22 for 32, and he had three passing touchdowns. Um, Not to mention uh, 35 rushing yards, which Kyler Murray only had 31. So he outran Kyler Murray today. So that's, that's kind of funny. Um, Zimmer even complimented Kirk today he said Kirk played excellent so Kirk I think he's on a really good uh, trajectory for this beginning of the season we couldn't really ask for much better that Mm -hmm. was I don't know it it seemed kind of like a bold prediction at the time just because we know how Kirk has been in his tenure with the Vikings especially looking at last year but he's yet to throw an interception he almost had a fumble today yeah he did have a fumble it
2: wasn't a it wasn't a fumble loss, but he did fumble the ball.
0: Yeah.
2: Um, no, he – I would agree. He was probably the, the standout offensive player for me today as well. I yeah. thought he just consistently throughout the whole game looked good. This is one of the best games I think I've seen him in the pocket, especially when it crashed. There was several times where I was like, oh, here we go again with Kirk Cousins. And he was just either able to get out of the pocket and pick up a gang on his legs or – just be able to get the ball out quick enough and that was one part of the game that really impressed me the most from him
1: I think it helped having a lot of check down situations available for him Dalvin Cook was available for short passes and Mm -hmm. Adam Thielen even was in the shotgun at a couple uh, instances so I mean it helps and for me what stood out today was the offensive line I feel like we had a really incredible performance holding back Chandler Jones and J.J. Watt and blitzing safeties like Buda Baker and Isaiah Simmons. I mean, we held a lot of those guys back. I, I watched one play where uh, Udo just like took two guys in one block on a Dalvin Cook run. So it was the offensive line that really impressed for me today. Minimalized those penalties. I mean, yeah, it was a good showing by them. Yeah,
0: mm-hmm. adding on to that, they only allowed one sack on Kirk today. Marcus Golden ended up getting it. So it wasn't even – It wasn't uh, Baker, Chandler Jones, J.J. Watt. Held them all in check. So I think that's pretty impressive.
2: Yeah, no, honestly, in my opinion, I was expecting more out of the Cardinals' defense, especially off of last week's game. But, yeah, no, I felt like our offense was just being able to find the reads quick enough and just having plays develop super fast, not having to worry about um, the pocket crashing on us or even letting Chandler Jones carry over from last week, so – I was impressed with the O-line too, Gary. Uh, Dalvin
0: Cook even got cooking. I mean, he was a little slower in the second half, but he was able to pick up 131 rushing yards.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, really good game. And I think that also just goes back to the off- <laughs> the offensive line. They were just able to get holes for him just to get these quick little like 15, 13-yard plays just getting his first downs. I think, yeah, very good production out of Dalvin today.
0: Yeah. So, uh, who impressed you on the defense today? Kerry, why don't you go?
1: I mean, it goes without saying that Daniil Hunter had a really incredible game. Um, But for me, it was this linebacking core. I thought um, Kendricks had a good showing today. Obviously, Nick Vigil. But, yeah, that's – without saying Daniil Hunter, I'd say the linebacking core.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they they looked sharp. Nick Vigil has been – Having himself, he's been making a lot of this opportunity with Barr being out. Honestly, if if we've seen the last of Barr. So be it. I, I think so. I mean, yeah. his, his knee is not good. You know, he's been, this week has marked 16 games without Anthony Barr on the field.
2: That's sad. No, Nick That's- Vidal. I mean, oh man, he, that was probably the biggest play for the Vikings all day. I mean that's hard to say especially when having that 60 something yard touchdown on the first drive but that pick picks he gave us that pretty much changed the whole dynamic of the game. when that happened I was like this is a Viking's game we have a shot for this and he I think just that play alone he just spiced up and jazzed up the whole offense and defense gave everybody a thing to rally behind.
0: yeah Austin do you have a do you have another another player?
2: Uh, oh, you guys pretty much hit him. Like, too, I was going to talk about was Daniel Hunter and Nick Vigil. I think those were just so much production on the defense came out for them. And it was just huge. They just were able to shut down plays, whether it was stopping Kyler Murray. Daniil Hunter did a great job. Anytime Kyler Murray tried to roll out, it felt like either Daniil Hunter was just right there chasing him down and giving him no time to make a play even, which is mm. that's Kyler Murray's biggest aspect of his game is just his legs allowing him to – give time to receivers and letting plays extend. And I just felt like with Daniil Hunter out there, it just just kept chasing him out to the, <laughs> the sides and ending the play quick.
0: Um uh, a player a player that really stood out for me, it was in the fourth quarter, took the made the most of his opportunity late in the fourth quarter with a big end zone pass breakup. Cameron Danzler back on the field uh for an injured Bashad Breeland. You mm-hmm. know what? I think he's he's you know He's trying to make a statement. Trying to make his way back onto this, uh, back onto this, you know, into getting some playing time as a cornerback. Uh, I know that recently, Mike Zimmer said that if he wants to play, he's got to play special teams because backups play special teams. Um, we don't, we don't have the most depth at cornerback, but I don't know. It, it seemed like he really came up big when it mattered. If you know. If we were going to be able to win that game, that would have been a, a huge, huge – it seemed to be a big turning point anyway. It was it was really nice. I really enjoyed seeing him make a play out there.
2: Yeah, his number got called today, and he was able to show up for it, and it was yeah. a clutch stop right in the end zone, giving, just giving us a chance to try to win it. Yeah.
0: Um, something that we really haven't talked about yet, we haven't even talked about Patrick Peterson today. It was kind of a quiet game for him.
1: Yeah. He seemed to let up a lot of coverages, especially that blown play. They, uh, Aqib Tlaib, who was commentating, tried kind of blaming that blown Rondale Moore touchdown on Patrick Peterson, but I actually saw that one more on Mackenzie Alexander. He He kind of rushed in the middle right by a linebacker, and I'm pretty sure that was his assignment.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh-huh. Yeah, Rondell Moore. He was a. Uh, he's quick, very fast. He, I, I believe, he led uh, the Cardinals in receiving yards. He did with 114. Uh, DeAndre yeah, he... Hopkins was held only 54 yards, which I mean, only 54. That's not nothing, but no, 54 yards and a touchdown. That's. I, it could have been a lot worse.
2: We need, yeah. I mean, I felt like at the beginning of the game, he was starting to get a lot of momentum, and I felt like we were able to shut him down outside of that first half and keep him to a minimal gain, which is what you need to do when you're playing a team with an elite receiver like that. So I was actually really impressed that we were able to keep him and Murray from not connecting more often. But I do, didn't he get a touchdown still? I think he still had an end zone.
0: He did. DeAndre Hopkins.
2: Yeah, I think he still got a touchdown. So it's not like he was completely silented out there.
0: Yep. Uh, touchdowns went to Rondale Moore, DeAndre Hopkins, AJ Green, and uh, Kyler ran one in himself.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Which that and, was hard. I mean, when you have DeAndre Hopkins and then a receiver like AJ Green out there, man, that's just hard to guard two. Like top receivers like that, now I can see why Moore was able to have such a such a big game. It's just we can't be able to guard three big threats now downfield, and I mean they still even have what Christian Kirk, who he yeah. burned a couple times on those long routes.
0: You know, something that happened again today. I don't even remember who the completion was to, but this is two weeks in a row that uh, we almost had a pick, and uh, it ended up being a big big first down completion two weeks in a row.
2: Mm-hmm. I think
0: that one went off of uh, Kendricks' hands, batted it up into – tried to bat it up into a sea of Vikings, it looks like, and then Cardinal
2: – Oh, yeah, that. it was to their uh, – it was to the tight end. It was like their backup tight end was able to get a big – Like it was like 20-something yards off of it.
0: Yeah. I'm mean, good on him, you know. That's, I mean,
2: yeah, but
0: – It is what it is.
2: Plays like that, got on top of it.
0: Yeah, well, anyway, I, I mean, at this point, I feel I feel a lot better about the game than I did a few hours ago.
2: Yeah,
0: I don't know. Like looking forward into uh, Seattle and then Cleveland. And I think we have the Panthers and the Lions or maybe it's the Lions and the Panthers. Um, yeah, One I think I nice I was just going to say, I feel like we can't really afford to put any more in the loss column before the bye week.
2: No, we can't. One thing I'm happy about, too, is uh, C- Seattle lost today as well, especially in a nail-biter game, went to OT. So, I don't know. I think it's kind of nice. It's not like we're going against a 2-0 team. And, I mean, we knew this beginning of the season was our toughest stretch. We got two more games against really tough matchups, and then the rest of the easy – season just looks a little into in my eyes looks a little more winnable so just remember that but yeah i mean home field first time at home that's going to help hopefully i mean won't have people pressuring the kicker when he's out there but honestly today there was so many vikings fans at that
0: game
2: i heard a skull chant oh i heard loud
0: clear as day
2: yeah, there was a lot over there. I mean, it makes sense. <laughs> I feel like growing up in Minnesota, how many people did you know have grandparents move out to Arizona during the winter? So. <laughs> yep,
0: yep. Uh.
2: But, yeah, so I next week is going to be a big one. I, I'm i really hoping we can take advantage because, honestly, Seattle's not looking like a, a horror, like a dominant threat. I mean, in my opinion, I think their defense is a little worse than Arizona's. Mm-hmm.
0: Uh, Tyler Lockett is looking good. He's got a strong connection with Russ this year.
2: I'll say
0: that.
2: Yeah, they do. Tyler Lockett is definitely looking like wide out one over there. Um, I mean, we know that Seattle team has weapons. We know that they do. But I'm just hoping we can take advantage of their defense and just outblow them. And this is the first time in how many years we get home field advantage. That's huge. We've, in the last two years alone, always had nail biter games. That, in my opinion, has always come due down to the home field advantage for Seattle. So now the tables turned, and we get to bring it home. And pump game, because me and Mikey actually are going to be going to this game. So we have some live coverage from the game, maybe.
0: Yeah, super excited about that. Um, so overall, I don't know. It sucks to lose, but I don't think that it's panic time until we start losing games at home.
2: Yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it's hard to make the playoffs going 0-2, but I feel like this year, I don't know, it's going to be a little bit different. We have an extra game added. Our division isn't looking terribly strong. I mean, Chicago got a win today, but it wasn't a majorly convincing win.
0: Yeah, we're, we're kind of looking like the new NFC East I'm fine with that.
2: That helps us out at this point.
0: (laughs) Hey, whatever it takes to win the division, and hopefully we can pick up the pieces uh, later on, right? Mm
2: -hmm. No
0: kidding. Yeah. So, overall, I don't think it's time to panic yet. Doesn't feel good, but let's not panic. This is our year. We We got this still. (laughs) That's
2: a good deal.
0: Any last thoughts
2: from either of you? No. I think we just got to wait until next week.
0: Yep. Um, We'll talk again to preview the Seahawks game later on this week. Um, Until then, follow us on Twitter at T-I-O-Y Vikings. And uh,
2: we'll see you later. Don't lose hope, everybody.
0: Adios.